Hi, this is Rick Warren, and welcome to Daily Hope. If you want to know how valuable you are, look at the cross. The Bible says you've been bought and paid for by Christ, so you belong to Him. The greatest ransom ever paid in the history of humanity was when God gave you His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you on the cross in your place. Christ gave His life for you, and that makes you extremely valuable to God. That's what we're going to look at today, so let's get started. Today, on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we start a new series from Pastor Rick that was taught recently at Saddleback Church in Southern California. It was an immensely popular series on surviving relationships God's way. It's called, You Make Me Crazy. And whether you know a crazy maker or you are one, this series is definitely for you. Now today, part one of a message called Six Keys to Peace in Relationships. It's taken from the book of James and other portions of Scripture. Here's Pastor Rick. Now, there was a pastor this last week who will remain unnamed to protect the guilty. And uh, he went over to visit an elderly woman in our church. Uh, she, uh, uh, she had lost her husband a number of years ago. She's in her 80s. And he went over to just pay her a visit. And he, was, he sat there in her living room. It was right around lunchtime. And he was kind of hungry. And she had a big bowl of peanuts. And as they talked... He ate one, and of course, you can't eat just one, and he started eating more and more, and when they finally finished, he realized he'd eaten the entire bowl of peanuts. He felt a little uh, embarrassed by it, and he said to this elderly woman, she, he said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry, I, I've eaten all your peanuts. And she said, oh, don't worry, Pastor. She said, I can't chew on them after I've sucked the, uh, the chocolate off. He said, you know, I felt a little foolish. Now, we all do foolish things from time to time. Usually unintentionally, sometimes intentionally. You'd have a lot fewer problems if you were less foolish and more wise. Wisdom doesn't get rid of your problems, but wisdom definitely minimizes your problems. If you know how to respond wisely to situations, your problems will be dramatically reduced in your life. It's all about wisdom, knowing how to handle things and uh, not be foolish. Now, nowhere are we more foolish than in our relationships. We foolishly treat people uh, in ways that are really counterproductive. In fact, a lot of times we provoke people to do the very behavior we don't want. We foolishly think, this is how I'm going to get what I need out of this relationship. More fulfillment, more intimacy, more joy, more satisfaction, uh, more uh, stability. I need my relationships to be fulfilling, not draining. But actually, the things you do are often counterproductive. They are foolish. They are not wise. Because if you do what you naturally feel like doing in a relationship, it's almost always the wrong thing. As I said, wisdom doesn't eliminate problems, but it, it definitely does reduce them. Now, the classic passage on wisdom and relationships is in the book of James, chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. Let me read it to you. It's there on your outline. It's here on the screen. The Bible says this. If you are wise and you understand God's ways, you'll live a life of steady goodness so that only good deeds pour forth. 
And if you don't brag about the good you do, then you will be truly wise. But if you are bitterly jealous and there's selfish ambition in your heart, don't brag about being wise. That's the worst kind of lie. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly and unspiritual and motivated by the devil. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder. Now let me just stop right there. You got any chaos in your life? Got any disorder in your life? Got any area of your life that's confused? The Bible says wherever you find confusion, wherever you find disharmony, wherever you find disorder, there's ego. There's ego. Whether it's in the office or at home or at school. He says wherever you find jealousy and selfish ambition, you'll find disorder and every kind of evil. Now wisdom, the kind of wisdom that comes from heaven, is first of all pure. It's also peace-loving gentle at all times, willing to yield to others. It's full of mercy and good deeds. It shows no partiality and it's always sincere. Now those who are peacemakers, he's talking about in relationships, those who are peacemakers plant seeds of peace and they reap a harvest of goodness. Now these verses teach us a whole lot about relationships that you're not gonna learn anywhere else in life. First, the Bible teaches us that wisdom is a way of relating. It has to do with what you do, not what you think. A lot of people think wisdom is intelligence. Wisdom is smarts. Wisdom is education. No, 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 no. The world is full of educated fools. The Bible says that wisdom shows up primarily in your relationships. You may have all kinds of knowledge and still be a fool. You may have all kinds of education. So many degrees they call you Dr. Fahrenheit but you'd still be foolish. You can have all kinds of brilliance and be technically smart, but wisdom shows up in relationships. That's why you can take a brilliant scientist whose family life is a mess. He may be smart, but he's not wise. Wisdom always has to do with relationships, and it shows up in how you treat other people. In other words, it's about your life, not your lips. It's about what you do, not what you say. It's not about your diploma. It's about your disposition. And in verse 14 to 16, it says, you know the way we typically relate to people? He said those ways are foolish. When we get bitter, when we get angry, when we get resentful, uh, when we get jealous, when we get selfish and ambitious in relationships, he goes, all those are foolish ways that don't get you what you want and what you need out of the relationship. In verse 18, it says, those who, plant, those who are peacemakers plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of goodness. Every day, in every relationship, you are planting seeds. I'll say it again. Every day, in every relationship, you are planting seeds and you're gonna reap what you sow. Now you're planting either seeds of trust or distrust. You're planting seeds of anger or peace. You're planting seeds of love or harmony. You're planting seeds in every relationship in your life every single day. The question is, what kinds of seeds? How do I plant seeds of peace? And the answer is, I gotta be wise. I've got to be wise. I've got to do it the wise way. 
Now what we're going to do today is we're going to look at this passage because it teaches us the six things that wise people never do in relationships. And I've done every one of them. And so have you. And they are foolish approaches to your relationships. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, your friends, your boss, your employees, your, uh, the neighbors. These are six things that wise people never do. And in verse 17, James gives us a checklist. These are the foundations of healthy relationships. Now in the future series, uh, uh, weeks, we're gonna look at the crazy makers in your life, how to diffuse, deflect, and defend yourself against the crazy makers. But in any relationship, half the problem is you. It's how you respond. And when you respond incorrectly to the crazy makers in your life, you actually make it worse. So let's get right into it. Foundations of healthy relationships. Six things wise people will never do in relationships. Number one, first the Bible says that wisdom, if I want to be wise, wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. Now circle that word pure. What's he mean by this word pure? It means uncorrupted, clean, unpolluted, clear, untainted. What's he talking about? The word we use today is the word integrity. He's talking about integrity. And he's saying the foundation of all good relationships is integrity. Now why is integrity listed first? Because wisdom starts in the heart, not in the head. And the reason integrity is listed first is this. All relationships are built on trust. No trust, no relationship. And all trust is built on truth. If you don't have truth, you don't have trust. If you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. If a guy's lying to his wife all the time, he may have an arrangement, but he doesn't have a relationship. He may have a commitment, but he doesn't have a relationship. Because relationships are built on truth. Because truth is the foundation of trust. Honesty is the bedrock of all relationships. You gotta be honest. You gotta shoot straight with people. If, if, if you're just lying to the people in your life, you don't have a relationship. That's Rick Warren with a portion of today's message called Six Keys to Peace in Relationships. It's from the new broadcast series, You Make Me Crazy. We'll continue with more in just a moment. But first, you might not know this, but there's a whole lot more to Rick Warren than his best-selling purpose-driven life book. In fact, rickwarren.org is packed with resources taken from Pastor Rick's 30-plus years of preaching and teaching. This includes CDs, DVDs, free streaming sermons, Bible studies, small group resources, and much more. And it's all there at rickwarren.org. Also, you can request prayer. Find out what it means to trust your life to Christ and sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So visit us online today at rickwarren.org. There's more daily hope with Pastor Rick in just a moment. Admit it. You probably have a relationship that could drive you crazy if you let it. Whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, spouse, sibling, parent, co-worker, or that crazy relative you see once a year at Thanksgiving, a crazy maker can really make life difficult. That's why you need the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. In this six-part DVD series and study guide, Rick Warren brings sanity to your relationships so you can do more than just coexist and survive. 
you can thrive. Rick shows you in this powerful DVD series and study guide how to be wise in relationships, how to recognize who's pushing your buttons, how to resolve conflict, how to break free from abuse, how to escape the people pleaser trap, and how to keep the crazy makers from making you crazy. The You Make Me Crazy study kit is perfect for you, your family, or small group, so request yours today. It's our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. Call 800-600-5004 to request the You Make Me Crazy study kit today. Call 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. All relationships are built on trust. No trust, no relationship. And all trust is built on truth. If you don't have truth, you don't have trust. If you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. If a guy's lying to his wife all the time, he may have an arrangement, but he doesn't have a relationship. He may have a commitment, but he doesn't have a relationship. Because relationships are built on truth. Because truth is the foundation of trust. Honesty is the bedrock of all relationships. You gotta be honest. You gotta shoot straight with people. If, if, if you're just lying to the people in your life, you don't have a relationship. You've probably never heard of Leonard Keeler. But Leonard Keeler's a pretty famous guy. Dr. Leonard Keeler invented the lie detector. And during his lifetime, he tested over 25 thousand people on the lie detector. He wrote a book about it. His conclusion, we all lie. Well, duh. He says human beings are fundamentally and by nature dishonest. You lie to God, you lie to other people, and you lie to yourself all the time. In fact, you lie to you more than anybody else. We have the amazing ability to tell ourselves things that aren't true and convince ourselves that they are. You lie to yourself all the time. The Bible says the heart is deceitful. That means we have an amazing ability to con ourselves. We think things are right when they're not. And we think things are not right when they are. And so he says you gotta start with integrity. The Bible says in Ephesians, look up here on the screen, Ephesians 4.25, you must stop telling lies. Tell each other the truth, because we all belong to each other in the same body. Now here is the first mark of wisdom. If you want your relationships to get better this summer, number one is this. If I want to be wise in my relationships, I won't compromise my integrity. I won't compromise my integrity. I won't violate my conscience. I won't compromise my convictions. I won't live a double life. I won't lie to you. I'll tell you the truth because trust is built on truth. No truth, no trust. No trust, no relationship. Proverbs 2 verse 7 says this. There on your outline. God grants a treasure of good sense. And by the way, that's what you need in relationships. You need a treasury of good sense. God grants a treasure of good sense to the godly. He is their shield protecting those who walk with integrity. You need a shield in your life against the crazy makers. There are people who try to mess up your life all the time. And God says, I will be a shield in your life. You need a shield against the crazy makers. But he says, you gotta walk with integrity if you're gonna have my shield in your life. So first, wisdom is pure, and if I wanna be wise in my relationships, I won't compromise my integrity. Number two, wisdom is peace-loving. That's the second thing it says. In other words, wise people are peacemakers. They're not troublemakers. 
Wise people don't carry ship on, chip on their shoulder. Wise people are not always looking for a fight. Do you love a good fight? Then you're not wise. The Bible says wisdom is peace-loving. Fools love to fight. Just go on the internet. There, it's full of them. Just look up any blog. Foolish people love to fight. They love to argue. They love to mix it up with people. Some people get into politics just because they love the fight. That's not smart. It's dumb. It's foolish. The Bible says wisdom is peace-loving. It's not always trying to provoke anger. So here's the, the second thing. If I want to be wise in my relationships, I won't antagonize your anger. I won't antagonize your anger. In other words, I don't push your hot buttons intentionally. I don't provoke your rage. I don't egg you on. Now, the fact is, if you've been around anybody for any length of time, you pretty soon figure out what irritates them. And you file that back in the back of your mind as tool to use when we get in an argument. It's a weapon of mass destruction. And you know what pushes their button. And you know what just ticks them off. And when you get in an argument and they say something that hurts you, offends you, or slights you in any way, then you pull out the big gun, you use the weapon of mass destruction, you push their hot button, and you go, and they go, and you go, works every, works every time. You know what the Bible calls that? Stupid. You're not getting any closer to the resolution. You're not helping the relationship. In fact, you're hurting it. It is not wise. If I'm wise, I don't antagonize your anger. I don't use weapons of mass destruction that I know are gonna tick you off. I don't push your buttons even when I know what your buttons are and even when you've already pushed mine, I'm gonna be the wiser person and I'm not gonna push back. Proverbs 20 verse three says this. Any fool can start an argument. Any fool can start arguments. The wise thing is to stay out of them. So don't be baited by internet trolls who, you know, they'll say something off the wall and then you get stuck arguing with them online. You don't even care about these people. He says, don't, don't get baited. Don't, don't get baited and don't antagonize people's anger. Now, during this series, we're gonna have some fun because we're gonna laugh at ourselves because we all use tools, tricks of the trade, skills in relationships that are actually counterproductive. They're hurtful, they're harmful, and they don't get you what you want out of a relationship. In fact, they get you the exact opposite behavior. But when we lack wisdom, we use them anyway. Now there are lots of these. We're gonna look at them in the weeks ahead. Let me just mention three of them today. Uh, tools that you should never use because these always antagonize other people's anger. If you're wise, you're never gonna do these things anymore with people in relationships. Number one is comparing. You might write that one down, comparing. You're gonna antagonize somebody's anger when you start comparing them to anybody else. It always makes them mad. Why can't you be like so-and-so? or you're always like so-and-so, or you're just like your mother. Oh, that's very helpful, okay? You can guess the predictable response to that one. You're just like your mother. Oh, thank you, or you're just like your dad. Second Corinthians ten twelve says, anybody who compares is a fool. It's foolish, it's not wise. Never compare your wife, your husband, your kids, your yard, your boss, or anybody else. 
because everybody's unique. Comparing antagonizes anger. Condemning antagonizes anger. Don't do it. When you start laying on the guilt in a relationship, you start trying to make people feel guilty for what they've done. You start trying to make them feel ashamed. You should be ashamed. All you're going to do is get the exact opposite of what you expect. It doesn't work. It's foolish. Ladies, let me explain something to you. Every man is fighting his conscience all the time. Whether he realizes it or not, he may not even realize it, but every man is constantly fighting his conscience. When you decide to be a man's conscience, guess who he gets angry at? He takes all that anger he's fighting against himself and his own conscience and his own ethics, and he just turns it on you. Is that what you want? No, no, you don't want that. So that's a foolish thing to do. Don't try to be somebody else's God. Don't try to be somebody else's conscience. You should, you must, you ought, you need to, you always, you never. Anytime you use those words, dumb. Because all you're going to do is you're going to take that guy who's fighting his own conscience and all of a sudden he starts fighting you because you represent his conscience. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. In a moment, he'll share an encouraging closing thought with you. But first, don't forget to visit us online at rickwarren.org. Wondering what it takes to have a better marriage? Wanting to learn to dig deep into God's Word? Wishing you could find the healing for your hurts, habits, and hang-ups? Get what you need when you visit the online store at rickwarren.org. You can also request prayer or sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So visit rickwarren.org today. Now before Rick's closing thought, you wouldn't be human if there wasn't at least one relationship in your life that drives you crazy. Maybe it's a boyfriend or girlfriend. It could be a spouse or parent, co-worker or neighbor. Or maybe it's that nutty aunt who you only see once a year. But whoever the crazies are in your life, they have the potential to really bring you down and distract you from the life God wants for you. That's why Pastor Rick wants to send you his six-part DVD series and study guide called The You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. This was a very popular Bible study at Saddleback Church. It gives you the practical tools to survive difficult relationships God's way. It's his gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. And you might have heard us say before that Daily Hope is a 100% listener-funded broadcast, which is why your financial support is so vital. So call to give today and let us say thanks by sending you Rick's six-part DVD series and study guide, the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit, and get started on improving your tough relationships today. Call us at 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. When you call, consider chipping in just a little extra to help keep Daily Hope on this station. And now, here's Rick with a final note of encouragement. If you want to live a long time, you should memorize Proverbs 14.30. A relaxed attitude lengthens a man's life. Part of having a relaxed attitude means accepting that things don't have to be perfect for you to be happy. There's no such thing as a perfect vacation. There's no such thing as a perfect marriage or perfect kids or a perfect body or a perfect job. The Bible says nothing is perfect on this planet except God's Word. 
So if you're waiting for the perfect environment for you to enjoy life, it's just not going to happen. The Apostle Paul wrote, I've learned to be content in whatever situation I'm in. Notice that Paul says, I've learned. Contentment isn't natural. It's not natural for me. It's not natural for you. It's not part of human nature. It's something we must learn. You must learn to enjoy life in the middle of less than perfect circumstances. Have you learned to do that? Have you learned that everything doesn't have to work out exactly the way you planned it for you to enjoy the moment? When you're walking down the beach, you can enjoy the moment even if you can still hear cars going by and still have bills to pay. Learn to enjoy your moments in life in spite of the imperfections all around us. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear from you. Write me, rick at rickwarren.org, and join me next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.